everybody, this is Kaysen, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, a very official Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, my mom. Me. That's yes. me. Yeah. I am in the studio with you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, Pretty good. We still have a few days to celebrate after that big Titans win on Sunday. I know. Titans win, Titans win, Titans win. And what else? We are two-time AFC South champions. High five to that. It feels so amazing. You know, we were there in the sleet, the rain. I'm calling it snow, but... Yeah. Because it was technically snowing and it did pelting on us. Yeah, and it did snow after, kind of. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a great game either way. We weren't really uncomfortable and, you know, it was great to be there. Our friend, Miss Stephanie Perkins, she was the 12th Titan. That was cool. And I got, she invited me to come down on the sideline with her and her wonderfully adorable son, Nate, go out there with her. He's five. He's so cute. Yeah. It was just a beautiful moment for them. And uh, it was really cool to, to have been invited down to be with her. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Stephanie. She did amazing. She plunged that sword into the ground. It was so good. Oh, yeah. She was hyped. I know. <laughs> so was her son. Oh, he was, yeah. So proud. Well, we have some cool things to cover. So let's just uh, jump right in. What do you say? Tell me what your favorite play of the game was. Ah, jeez. There's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, there's so much to pick from. Isn't that good, though? Yeah. That it's is like, honest. That's a good thing. Refreshing. There was a lot to choose from. Like you said, there's, it was good. It was just really good. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of positives in that game. Probably my favorite was the Anthony Ferkser touchdown. We haven't really said Anthony's name that much on the show this season, but it was nice to finally see him score. That was a good route that he ran. The defender did not realize where he was going, and that that play has worked so much this year. Like The running game, whether Henry's in or not, uh, it's worked. I don't know why, but it works. Could you, for someone that is still learning the different plays, can you kind of explain that play to me and maybe your listener doesn't know what exactly play they did? So the play that um, that I was talking about is pretty much a direct run with the running back like Deontay, Dontrell, or Derek. Um, it's it's a quick rollout by Tannehill. Sometimes he takes it himself. Sometimes he either finds Swaim or uh, Ferkser, this case Ferkser. We mostly have seen him work with Swaim and Pruitt this year on that on that play, mm-hmm. but it was nice to see it with Ferkser this year. And definitely that, that play tricks any defense you play. You could be playing the best defense in the league, the Green Bay Packers defense, or you could be facing the Detroit Lions defense, and it would still work. So uh, definitely that was a smart play called by Todd Downing, and definitely let's hope it works in the playoffs. Love it. I'm still learning, so thank you for that explanation. Um, and also that was his first receiving touchdown of the year, and I saw on the Jumbotron that it was his 100th reception in that's, his career. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So shout out to Anthony Ferkser. Shout out to Anthony Ferkser. Uh, what about yours? So my favorite play was the Dontrell Hilliard touchdown at the end because he didn't have to run that. I mean, the Titans could have just ended the game, you know, kind of knelt down or I don't know. It it was unexpected. And in listening to Mike Keith's call, there's an awesome video of him from the booth where he says Dontrell Hilliard basically put an exclamation point on the game. 
And it was perfect because it got us up to scoring like a lot of points. You know, we was 34 to 3, right? Yep. And so, yeah, that was that was my favorite. Well, moving right into Mr. Jim Wyatt's article, Six Things That Stood Out for the Titans in Sunday's Win Over the Dolphins on TennesseeTitans.com. We always like to pick a couple of these. Well, there's six. Yeah. (laughs) But we pick two, and we like to share them with you, listeners. So the first one is taking care of business. The Titans took care of business on Sunday. Yeah, they did. And as a result, they now find themselves in a great spot with a week left in the regular season as the number one seed in the AFC South. In clinching the team's third playoff berth in a row, it is the first time the organization has done that since a franchise record seven consecutive playoff appearances from 1987 to 1993. Wow. I know. Sunday's win also gave the franchise its first Back-to-back division titles, like you already mentioned. Since since the days of the Houston Oilers yeah. in 61 and 62. Well, it says here, since the Houston Oilers won these AFL Eastern Division titles from 1960 to 1962. So, yeah, yeah, good job. While players wore AFC South championship gear after the game, it was clear the Titans are far from satisfied. The Titans need to beat the Texans on Sunday in Houston to secure the number one seed in the AFC in the playoff before things get really serious. Not satisfied with division champs, Titans safety Kevin Byard said. We're trying to go and win a Super Bowl for this entire city. Yeah, and more on the playoff stuff later, but this, they want to bring a championship to Nashville. Did Mm -hmm. you know that no Tennessee team... No professional Tennessee team has ever won a pro sports title. Wow. The Predators haven't, the Grizzlies haven't, and the hmm. Titans haven't. It's our year. Yeah, it is I our like year. That. Yes. T- honestly, Tennessee sports have been having a great year. Mm-hmm. And to, to win a championship for this city would just be awesome. That would be incredible. Broadway would be loud. Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone would just rejoice and <laughs> would say we, we have won a championship. Yep, and the national media might just show a little bit of respect, but it doesn't matter if they do or not. The other one we chose to read is Deontay Foreman has stepped up. There's been a lot of talk in recent weeks about the potential return for Titans running back Derrick Henry, and last year's Offensive Player of the Year back would be a great lift. But running back Dante Foreman deserves some serious props for what he's been able to do in Henry's absence. Foreman ran for 132 yards and a touchdown on Sunday, including a 21-yard touchdown run in the second quarter. Foreman has three 100-yard games in the past five contests, and he now has 497 yards and three touchdowns on the season already. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. After the game, Foreman talked about his good fortune of landing with the Titans, a team that rushed for 198 yards on Sunday. I am so thankful and blessed to be in this position, Foreman said. God is so good. Certain situations happened that led me here, and I am thankful to be here. Every time I step on that field, I want to give it my all and show that I deserve to be here. The Titans are fortunate to have Foreman. We really are lucky to have him. He Mm -hmm. is probably Derrick Henry without Derrick Henry. (laughs) Honestly, because we haven't been able to have that big second back along to compliment Henry, and now we do. We do. And 
he is also nominated for FedEx Ground Player of the Week this week. So fingers crossed that he wins. We haven't seen that FedEx Ground Player nomination in a while. So we hope that um, we hope he wins. But yeah, we're super excited to have him on the team. And he came from Houston. Yeah, I remember so this that. is a, kind of a revenge game for him and for Zach Cunningham especially. Yeah. Uh, Zach Cunningham, he played in Nashville when in college. He played mm-hmm. for Vanderbilt, my mm-hmm. team. And then he went down to Houston, had a good career there, but then they traded him all of a sudden. Yep. So I guess that's okay. That's understandable why he's mad, but yeah. we got, we got to get to snag. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So shout outs also to Harold Landry, who got his 12th sack of the season and Danico Autry, now has nine sacks for the season, tying his career high of nine from 2018 when he was with the Colts. Wow. I know. That is a lot. That is a lot. Well, our Titans trivia this week is from Associated Press journalist who covers the Titans, Miss Teresa Walker. Find her at Teresa M. Walker on Twitter. The Titans are tied with the Chiefs for the best home record in the AFC this season at 7-2. and two. Something we have not seen in a while. No. And if we get that win this coming Sunday, which we're hoping and wishing that they do. I'm not scared. I'm not scared either. Um, then we will have the home field advantage for the entire playoffs. I know. It's going to be crazy. And an automatic ticket in the divisional round. Can you explain that a little bit? Because that kind of jumps right into where we're at. That also jumps right into my playoff analyzing for the AFC. Mm -hmm. So if you get the number one seed, we the Packers already have in the NFC, but if you get the number one seed, pretty much you don't need to play a wild card game at all. You can just chill back on the couch and watch some other wild card games. And you already have a divisional game locked up. So the lowest remaining seed in the conference will go to Nissan Stadium if we get the number one seed. Also, if we win, we will have a chance to host the first ever AFC championship in Nashville, Tennessee in franchise history. <laughs> It's incredible. It's what a time to be alive, right? I know. Yeah. Well, I guess we don't really need to talk about the AFC South standings because we're the champs, so we don't care. Yeah. (laughs) We've moved on. Um, But what's interesting, though, is that every other team lost this weekend. Yeah. That's in the AFC South. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. So what's the current playoff picture for us, and who do Titans fans need to be cheering for this weekend? All right, here we go. The Titans can, as again, the Titans can clinch the number one seed with a win, and that's it. But if we don't pull out a victory, we need to be rooting hard for the Denver Broncos who play this Saturday. And if they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, then we will still have the number one seed due to the tie-breaking scenario back when we beat the Chiefs. But however, if we lose and the Chiefs beat the Broncos, then the number one seed will belong to them. So that's pretty sad, but we're not going to focus on that. Uh, We definitely want to be cheering for the Broncos. Uh, Definitely give them some love. And uh, also one thing I want, this doesn't really affect us, but I would like to see it. The Colts lose the Jaguars. Oh, I want that so bad. (laughs) I want that so bad. The Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Did you know that? I didn't realize that. They were their only win last year, the Jaguars. Are you serious? They beat the Colts in week one, and that was their only win the rest of the year. Wow. Yeah. That's how much I don't pay attention to the Jaguars or the Colts. (laughs) I do because we need— Oh, I know. I know. 
But it's good to pay attention to them, you know, for standings and stuff. But I just kind of don't. If the Jaguars beat the Colts, the Colts are eliminated from playoff contention, and they will not be able to play in the wild card game this weekend. So I would be rooting for Jacksonville just to, just because. Well, we don't like the Colts, but our biggest right. But another thing, more scenarios are if the Ravens lose. The actually, I think if the Ravens win, another team lose. They um they clinch the playoffs. But the Steelers, if they if they lose, they're out. Uh, the Ravens, if they lose, they're out. And a bunch of more scenarios for other teams tr- desperately trying to get playoff spots. But we really need to focus on Kansas City and Denver this Saturday. It's going to be on ESPN and ABC at 3.15 Central Time. So definitely be tuning into that game and rooting hard for Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver Broncos. Well, if the Chiefs win and we win, we're still ahead of the AFC. Yes. Yes. Okay. And if we lose and Kansas City loses, then we will still be at the top. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Go Broncos. Yes. (laughs) Well, right now, you know, we're ready for it. It's that time again. And it's not the last time I'm going to say it. It's the last time I'm going to say it for the regular season. Are you ready for it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Excited. It's Mr. Jim Wyatt's Bridges Report, brought to you by... A company. Actually, it's brought to you by Mr. Jim Wyatt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's better. That is better. (laughs) Take it away, Mr. Jim. This is Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com, and this week's britches report is white jerseys and white britches. Well, I really like this. I like the all-monochromatic look of the Navy, but I really like the all-white look, and I some people call it the stormtrooper look. I think Coach Vrabel even mentioned that he wanted to see it, so it's possible that they might have selected that because of him. What are your thoughts? I mean, it's definitely one of the, probably one of the best combinations that the Titans have, but while I'm excited to see this in Houston, what would be really cool is if they wore Oilers colors. Oh, and yeah. next year... Which would be what? Um, which would be white over light blue. Mm-hmm. But next year, we are getting another helmet, so there's the opportunity... Yes. For us to get an oiler, a white helmet for the Oilers and uh, for the have, Oilers throwback, yeah, and wear it in Houston. Awesome, love it. Now some awesome facts from our friend Titans Uni Tracker. Some really cool info here. I bet you didn't know. Currently, we are on a four-game win streak in this uniform combination. I did know that. You did? Yeah. I'm impressed. Actually, our last loss in this uniform was, unfortunately, in Houston. It was on a Monday night game in 2018. We played them. uh, I think we lost like 34-17, to but still, I'm glad to see this combination come back. Totally, and I'm so impressed with the knowledge. Um, it's the longest streak uh, for winning in a uniform combination. It's the longest in team history for this combination. And all white was one in eight. So we had one win and eight losses in the old uniforms. Yeah. However, it's six wins and one loss in the new design. So we're going to take that as a winning combination all the way around. Shout out once again to Titans Uni Tracker. Be sure to follow Rob Naylor at titans uni on instagram and twitter i always love this part it's the seventh graders forecast and Kaysen's keys to the game against the houston texans do 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 take it away Kaysen. thank you so the biggest game of the year for the titans probably 
Um, well, maybe the Super Bowl would top that, but we don't know. Right. Um, but, yeah, this is a huge game, the biggest game of the regular season. The Titans win. We will have the number one seed. Yeah, the last time the Titans were uh, the number one seed in the AFC was back in 2008. It was December 21st. They played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Titans won 31-14 to and clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And They lost to Baltimore, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's not going to happen this time. Um, yeah. Because, number one, Baltimore is not in it. Whoop, whoop. No, not um, officially. <laughs> right. And uh, But that was right after you were born. So that's kind of cool yeah. that we're sitting here with each other and I can, like, we're having conversation instead of you being a little tiny baby. This is really, it's kind of, yeah, it's crazy. It's good. Yeah. Really, really good. I think it's amazing that you've grown up to love the Titans as much as I do. And... I love you. I love you too. <laughs> so please continue. Sorry. But yeah, it's a huge game. The Texans who upset the Titans back um, when we were on that hot streak. Um, we lost back in week 11 when they beat us 22 to 13. That was just a really disappointing game in, in general. It was raining. Everyone was miserable, but... Now it's going to be different. We're in Houston, and honestly, since 2019, the Houston crowd has not been the same. Uh, they that Last year was the limited capacity, so obviously not too much crowd noise, but then in 2021, when it was at full capacity, every, I mean, the Texans were not that good this year, so obviously everyone doesn't just lost, loses their energy, but I think there's going to be a lot of Titans fans there, so... There will be some energy, just not from the team wearing the navy blue and red. So definitely, I think that maybe the Titans fans will be a factor in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot of Titans fans traveling to Houston from what I've seen online. Wow. Yeah. Lots are getting ready to make the journey. And then there's also a lot of Titans fans that are still in the Texas area because... Houston Oilers. Yeah, exactly. So my first key is shutting down the Houston offense. The, we did an okay job of that back in week 11, but honestly, the Titans just struggled on all cylinders that week. No one could get things done, and it was just uh, not a good performance. This week, I'm hoping it's going to be different because, I mean, it's not raining, so the weather's not really going to be a factor here. So... I definitely think that this defense can shut the offense down. This tech, The Texans, who can't seem to find a starting quarterback, have just been all over the place. So I definitely think that we're this defense is going to put them all over the place. The defense has been on fire. I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I think what you said is accurate. Yeah. So my second key is production on offense. The production on offense has really improved since the Texans game mm-hmm. and since the Steelers game. But... I mean, the the offense just could not produce anything on on that game against the Texans. Tannehill threw four interceptions, Oof. and the turnover battle was bad. So definitely, I want this offense to um, definitely produce a lot more, especially since this Texans defense is one of the worst in the league. So I think they will. I really feel like they they were playing a lot better on Sundays, and AJ was back in. And I think that makes a huge difference. And Tannehill was only sacked. Was he sacked at all? Yeah, he was sacked one time. Yes, one time. 
one time. A Miami zero team. interceptions. Yeah. And zero turnovers. Yeah. A Miami team that came in with 45 sacks just exited with 46. Yep. And we ended their winning streak. Yeah. I like that. That was good. Yes. And so my final key is do it for the Oilers. Okay. The Oilers, they they have gone, a bunch of old Houston fans will know this, they were so close again in the 70s and 80s on getting close to the big game. They couldn't. So this is definitely, I think this is the year to do it for all the old, old Oilers members. Warren Moom, Earl Campbell, jeez, um, there's a bunch, Bruce Matthews. Uh, Billy White Shoes Johnson. Yes, him, definitely. Mm-hmm. I like that when Nick Westbrook a keen celebration. Oh, back yeah, in. that was awesome. That was really cool. So um, definitely I want them to do it for them. And this, the entire city of Nashville, every um, every time they've a team has gone so close to getting a title, they've, uh, they've just come up so short. Like the Titans, obviously, in the Super Bowl, the Preds in the Stanley Cup final. So definitely, I want this to be the year for Nashville teams and mm-hmm. just the year for the Titans, just in general. Let's just make the entire um, owners happy because yeah. they honestly they deserve it. So we have to mention these things before we wrap up the show. Number one, winter is here. Yep, the king is back, mm-hmm. and he was on the practice field today. Let's go. I know. I think the Texans may be a little scared now. Oh, definitely. Um, you know and. Listener, we're doing a giveaway on Twitter to celebrate Derrick Henry's birthday yesterday and his return to practice today. If you go to my profile at IamZapGirl on Twitter for more info, the contest is open until 9 p.m. Central Time tonight, Wednesday, January 5th. Also, we have to mention this, from John Glennon of SportsIllustrated.com, He is at Glennon Sports on Twitter. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill needs just 53 passing yards to join Warren Moon as the only players in franchise history with 3,500-plus passing yards in consecutive seasons. Sunday is going to be epic. All right, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. So do you have a hype in you for this week? Yes, I do. People need to hear it. They do. What do okay. You got? It's here. The final week. Can't believe it, but it's here. We are facing division rival Houston Texans down in the greater south of Texas. And honestly, it's it's game time. Let's show them who we are. We were there. We know everything about that town. We are the Oilers. So let's give them a little bit of Oiler football still left in us. We want to do it for the city of Nashville. We want to do it for Tennessee. We want to represent the South and the AFC back in Los Angeles. Let's go. Tighten up. We got to show them who's boss. They haven't played anybody, and that game was a fluke. I am so hyped up right now, I could just run through a wall. Let's go. Tighten up. Tighten up. We'll do it for Miss Amy Adams-Strunk. Yes. Queen of the NFL. Yes, her, uh, her and Bud. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bud Adams. Yes. Dude, that was awesome. Okay, well, is the game tomorrow? <laughs> I, I wish hope it so. Was. Honestly, I wish <laughs> no. it was too. I know. Well, listener, we're so grateful for you tuning in every week. And be sure to find us if you are listening for the first time. You found us somehow. Maybe it's from TennesseeTitans.com. But we're going to ask you if you please rate and review the show on Apple Podcast. 
and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. We would love to hear from you. All right. Well, thank you so much, listener, for tuning into the show. You really mean a lot to us. This is Kaysen and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough and run the AFC. That's right. And beat the Texans. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>